Welcome to Beyond Brushing, a podcast exploring health and wellness improvement relating to matters of the mouth. Kathy Boyce is an experienced oral health therapist, orofacial myologist, and educator. She'll help you understand the oral health wellness field so you can gain insight and information to optimize your own oral health outcomes. Here is your host, Kathy. Welcome to episode 25 of the Beyond Brushing podcast. I'm not going to be interviewing anybody in this podcast. What I am planning to do is explain to you what I actually do at the Orofacial Myology Clinic. I am the owner and the operator of the Townsville Orofacial Myology Clinic. And after three years of renting rooms in another allied health practice in Townsville, I have now opened my own clinic. It's a standalone clinic in the small suburb of Misterton in Townsville, Australia. We opened the doors one month ago and it's a very exciting journey. Some of you might have uh, been listening to this because you're driving past and you see the front of the building and you're wondering what is this orofacial myology building. Other people are aware of it and are just a little bit interested to know what's going on. So here I am to explain everything that I do as succinctly as I possibly can because it's not simple. It is one of those things where we deal with the patients on an individual basis and everybody has different needs. Orofacial myology is not a new concept. It has been around for centuries. Parents were doing myology with their children without realizing that they were actually helping to train their children to chew and to function better. Our lifestyle has railroaded things a little bit and we find now that patients need a little bit more help to be able to return to correct function. So it doesn't matter whether the clients are very, very young or rather uh, on the latter years in their life. There is a need for everybody to be able to breathe well, to have correct tone and oral function so that they can eat, they can chew, they can breathe, and they can attain optimal oral wellness and optimal systemic wellness. Because everything that we do has something to do with our head and our neck. You breathe, so you're using many muscles in your head and your neck. You're eating and drinking, and you're doing the same thing, getting a coordination to get those done correctly. During the day and also for nighttime is where the orofacial myology clinician comes to play. I've chosen three little phrases comprising of six little words that sum up what we do at the myology clinic. We've got breaking habits, improving function, and changing lives. Now, in those six words, there is a myriad of activity and solutions that we can help our clients achieve. Breaking habits is one of those things where it may just simply be a thumb-sucking habit, a retained thumb or finger-sucking habit. It may be overuse of a dummy or something else that, that people have got a habit with. This, of course, is not restricted just to children, but there are many adults who also require the services in this field from an orofacial myologist. 
So breaking habits is not just about those sort of obvious habits. Sometimes it's positional habits where you've got a tongue that is always resting in an incorrect position. It should, your tongue, if you're sitting in the car listening to this podcast, your tongue should be resting comfortably on the roof of your mouth. If your mouth is open, if your tongue is resting down, That is an incorrect position for your tongue to be resting and that will then facilitate an incorrect breathing pattern in many cases so patients become mouth breathers, which of course is not a wise thing to do if you're looking for optimal oral health, if you're looking for optimal systemic health because the benefits of nasal breathing far outweigh the benefits of breathing continually through your mouth, and particularly when you are asleep. So breaking habits is all about lingual, that's the word for the tongue, tongue function. It's about awakening a patient to the correct habit technique and then retraining the brain to do something a little bit differently. And that's what we call neuroplasticity. So the background of the breaking of the habits is all about neuroplasticity. That's changing the way the brain thinks about something that is normal. So you may have an incorrect swallow pattern, incorrect breathing pattern. The body then thinks that's normal. But we know and research has proven that that is not correct And it opens up the door for a plethora of other complications, health complications that can be minor or can lead on to be quite major. And so having that awareness and then changing the brain's facility to be able to understand that the new way is normal is called neuroplasticity. Young brains train very, very well. Older brains take a little bit longer, but motivated brains are the ones that do the best. So my job as an orofacial myologist is to help you make that switch from being somebody with an incorrect habit to have that awareness and to help you retrain the brain to know what is the new norm. And by doing that, we then improve function. And function is where Those new habits that you are learning, um, the muscle strength, the tone and the actions of the muscles of the mouth become so normal that the function of everything else that you're doing from an oro and facial point of view becomes normal. It's a really interesting thing to see people's function change and to see their life improve. So what I love when I'm working with young children or older folks, I love seeing the aha moments. I love having them report that certain things are getting better, that they're sleeping better at night. For a child, it may be that they're not even wetting the bed at night because we're managing to get them to be able to breathe through their nose at nighttime and and tone up their mouth and tone up their lips so that everything stays closed. You know, if you are waking up as an adult and you're going to the toilet several times during the night, that, unless you've been you know, drinking litres of fluids before you go to bed. That is not normal. Your brain should actually shut down at night so deeply you should be sleeping that you don't wake up to go to the loo. You should be able to just sleep through and that's why when your body is waking up and coming out of that nice deep sleep in the morning, you get up and the first thing you do is you go to the bathroom. That is normal. 
And that's where you get changed lives. Because when we put the function back into the normal parameters, life changes because you're sleeping better, you're eating better. If you're eating better and you can chew better and you can swallow more correctly than what goes down into your gut for your stomach to be able to start digesting food is already pre-digested. Did you know that the first stage of digestion starts in the mouth? It doesn't happen in the stomach. The way you chew food, the amount of saliva you can get put in with that food, the amount of breakdown that you're able to do is where you get the benefits for your stomach. And if your stomach is not overloaded with too much work because it's missed out on the first stage of digestion, if things are not going correctly, then it has so much more work to do. And guess what? That leads then on to more digestive issues. So it's about changing what you're doing in a daily basis. And some of them can be quite simple and some things take a little bit more work, but everybody is an individual. And that's why there's no cookie cutter approach to what we do. It's an individualized care program that we offer here at the Myology Clinic to help you attain a changed life and your optimal, I call it optimal oral health, but it's not, it's optimal systemic health. And the title of this podcast, of course, is Beyond Brushing Optimized Oral Health Outcomes. Because what happens when you improve the function of everything that goes in your mouth and your, your digestion and your first, um, your breathing, everything like that, that has some major play on your systemic health. In many of the episodes, if you listen to past episodes, you will find that I've connected with some of the big names in the game, I guess you would say. They're the people that I have come across and continue to come across who can offer insight into their areas of specialized work. The role of an orofacial myologist is not necessarily just standalone. Oftentimes, we work in conjunction and more often we work in conjunction with other allied health professionals or specialists. Many of my clients have been referred to me because they are snorers uh, or they are teeth grinders or they're having um, TMJ issues. That's the, the jaw joint issues. And what we do is we, f- we look at everything, we find out why and when they're having their concerns. And then what we can do is track back to work out the best outcome for those patients. And it's it takes time. We have long chats so that I can get to know the patient and we can find out exactly what is the causative nature of their concerns. In my particular practice, we focus a lot on correct breathing because you could have all the tone, you could have all the right setup, you could have a lot of things to help you breathe. But if you don't actually know how to breathe correctly, how to practice that in daily life, and then have that transfer right through into your nighttime life. So the the method of breathing that I can I choose to use is the breathability technique, which is a very gentle breathing technique. It's about using your correct oral function, your correct breathing technique, combining those together and making people aware of how breathing should be done and and how we can transfer that into their everyday activities. Because breathing is first thing you do when you're born, 
And it's the last thing you do before you leave this earth. And in that time, there is a lot of breathing done. And I like to know that my clients are doing the best job they can at maximizing every breath they take. I've actually done a podcast with uh, on that particular topic with Tess Graham, who is the lady who, who taught me how to, to teach the breathing technique. For those who are interested in listening to that episode, that one is episode number 17. So who would be the most likely patients to come and have a consultation at an orofacial myology clinic? Well, basically, they can be anybody. Anybody recognises that there may be some oral dysfunction. For children, it could be the fact that they're snoring at night, that they have had ENT surgery um, to address their adenoids and their tonsils, but they retain a mouth breathing habit. That is extremely important to get addressed as soon as practicable after that surgery. For some people, it may be folks who have been in speech pathology. I work with speech pathologists and they do the technique and I do the myology. I get the tongue fit. Once you get the chewing and uh, function going so that there's some sort of brain connection with chewing and eating and swallowing, it's amazing how much the speech pathology can improve. There is also the tongue tie issue, and I've done a couple of episodes on that as well. Tongue ties are very interesting and very profoundly restrictive in normalized oral function, and they can definitely affect your breathing. And I'm not talking just in the child population. Many people are walking around with tongue ties as an older population, and they're really quite unaware but they're continuing to snore or they have back problems or they they find it easier to breathe through their mouth and everything else looks kind of fine. And particularly the ones who have had orthodontic treatment in the past as children and because they were mouth breathers and they've retained that mouth breathing habit, that's where sometimes identifying oral restriction can be the cause of that. Now, once that is addressed, and that's where I help it, I don't do tongue tie releases or anything like that, but I help identify a problem. I then can refer to different practitioners and then I help with the rehab. And once we get that rehab going, you do see some amazing improvements in a person's life. So it's never too old and, uh, and never too early to address those kind of things. If you've had surgery, anything to do with your ENT, if you have been breathing through your mouth for a really long time, majority of people are not breathing correctly. And that's where some simple retraining on breathing retraining can help those folks maximize the investment that they've already made in their surgery. And many times increasing the knowledge of your breathing and knowing how to do it correctly and then being able to do it actually decreases some of the symptoms that would normally be held by folks who have incorrect breathing techniques. It could certainly help with um, allergies. It's not going to cure allergies, but it can certainly help with allergies and asthma in reducing the symptoms. And I would never say that that it's all going to go away because it's an inflammatory response. But I can tell you that if you breathe correctly through your nose, then the inflammatory response to your body is significantly reduced. 
Orofacial myology can also help with folks who are older and snoring because snoring is a symptom of something that's not going right. Now, there's two kinds of sleep apnea, and there is the obstructive sleep apnea and central sleep apnea. Central sleep apnea is when your brain actually stops you from breathing. And when you have obstructive sleep apnea, there is something that is stopping you from breathing correctly. Using a CPAP machine when you have obstructive sleep apnea is not necessarily the best thing to do. You can have a sleep study and it will show how many times you stop breathing, but it is important to understand whether it is obstructive sleep apnea or whether it is central sleep apnea. Once you have clearance that it's obstructive sleep apnea or that it is not central sleep apnea, that's where my functional therapy comes in because we can help tone those tissues. We can help improve your breathing. We look at the way you're sleeping, look at a lot of sleep interventions that can move people from, from having sleep disordered breathing to greater health improvement. For your own health and for the mental health of your partner, seek further some uh, element of resolution And if you think that oral facial myology could help, this is the place that you would find yourself at. Some folks don't snore, but they sure do grind their teeth at night. Grinding your teeth at night is a symptom, and it's not necessarily stress. It can also be a symptom of a sleep disturbance. And so when we're looking at folks who are grinding their teeth day or night, Oftentimes they are mouth breathers and we look at at how they're breathing and why they're breathing that, that way. We look at a lot of different things and then work in conjunction with some of their, their dentists um, or specialists. Splints are going to protect your teeth whilst you are grinding, but the best option is to try and eliminate the grinding habit. And that is where your friendly myofunctional therapist comes into play. It's exacerbated by stress, but it, stress is often not the cause of the symptom of grinding. Your breathing pattern and your tongue posture and lots of things come into play. So that's where you can gain some um, significant benefits by employing the knowledge of your friendly orofacial myologist. And some people just have really weak oral tone. And that may be because they have not used their oral tone correctly. They, they have low tone in their lips or their tongue, particularly children who have had the overuse of a dummy. Something, a dummy that has been in their mouth for most of their two years of life will lead to lip weakness and an incorrect tongue position. It also has significant orthodontic concerns. And if we can get that dummy removed early, and I can guide you in that, it's not about just taking it away. It's about working out why the child needs the dummy, if the child needs the dummy for a particular reason. But if it's just a habit that has started and they've learned to to like it, and the parents um, are not comfortable taking it away, then we need to work out a few things. So if if you're in that boat and you want to take the dummy away, but the child is really fighting you for it, 
There may be a reason for that, and it may be not just because of their will. They may be using that dummy sometimes to help them breathe and to to calm um, because the swallowing helps them um, settle some reflux that they might have. But as a parent, you just don't know about that. So um, if patients are, are concerned about their kids, in that world. Because I've, I'm not just an orofacial myologist, I've been an oral health therapist and I've been dealing with children in the dental scene for 40 years now. And so combining those two loves of my dental background and the myofunctional background is kind of like a match made in heaven because we can monitor the growth and development of the jaw. I know what we're looking for. And also to then we can, we can look at the, the soft tissues. Because what happens is your soft tissues, whether you are an adult or a child, your soft tissues will form the shape of your hard tissues. So if you are an older person and you have had orthodontic work and then, you know, 10 or 20 years later, you're, you're getting what we call a relapse um, and, and things are going all out of whack again, there's a high likelihood that there is some underlying breathing concerns and oral posture concerns that helped you get those braces in the first place that, that drove the need. And then um, we, look, years ago, we used to sort of say, oh, everything has a memory, you know, your bone and your teeth and everything have a memory. I've learned a lot now that the memory is because the form of what you're doing uh, and the bone structure is actually following the function of your oral tissue. So if you have had ortho work and then you continue to be a mouth breather, over time you're going to be undoing everything that you have um, significantly invested in with your orthodontic plan. And that's why I like to get kids set up first, set up correctly first, and then hand them over to the orthodontist so the orthodontist can do their best work and the patients retain the the work as best they can. Um, and the best time to start with that, of course, is very, very early. And, uh, and then we have this lovely symphony of correction. So that's a little snapshot of what I do at Townsville Orofacial Myology. If you think that in any way we may be able to help you or I might be able to help you, then I do have a website, which is www.townsvilleofm.com.au. The email address is admin at townsvilleofm.com.au. And not only do I see patients face-to-face on a Wednesday and a Thursday and a Saturday, but I also do Zoom consultations and we do those during those hours or by arrangement on other days. I know that it's really difficult if you're listening to this podcast and you live out of town and it's not convenient to come quite regularly for a visit. So I like to be able to offer my remote clients, and sometimes they are overseas, um, which makes it really impossible to get together. We do have an online telehealth service.
So thanks for listening. I hope you've learned a little bit about what we do inside this building with the big blue sign on the wall. And because there's not a lot of opportunity to learn about orofacial myology and even some of your regular providers may not exactly know what goes on. And I I just think that this little podcast might help you understand in some ways how we can help the clients of Townsville and Surrounds. But more importantly than that, it gives you an awareness of what an orofacial myologist does. And it's not something that has a one size fits all. It is, it's about breathing. It's about chewing. It's about swallowing. It's about fitness and strength and tone. And it is life changing. And that is why I have put those six words together about breaking habits, improving function and changing lives. Okay. Well, thank you for listening. And if you want to listen to some of the other podcasts, you'll find some on breathing, on sleeping, on snoring. You'll find lots of others that have a dental bent because I am also a dental clinician. And so there's some of those areas there, but it's orofacial myology ones where I would really like to get the message out because it's about education. Thank you for listening. Thank you for joining us today on Beyond Brushing. The information presented is general in nature and should not be used for clinical evaluation. If a topic discussed in this podcast raises health concerns for you, remember to seek the advice of your own medical, dental or allied health professional. Additional information and links to resources can be found at www.beyondbrushing.com. If you have enjoyed this podcast, Hit subscribe to hear the latest editions and we look forward to having you join us next time.